Welcome listeners to the Lawn Business Podcast. Once again, I'm Anthony Verna, but you knew that if you've been listening to the podcast. <laughs> With me is Amy Burks. How you doing, Amy? I'm terrific, thank you. Amy, I see you as as a business consultant, somebody who is who is helping people to think of ways to grow. Am I being too wordy about what you do? Uh, you're, am I too wordy or are you too wordy? No, about am what I, I being too wordy? About it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you summarized it really well. well yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think you did a great job. Well, because you know, with me, you know, people just go I, intellectual property lawyer. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can get me in a couple words. I, 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 I can never see if I can get you in a couple words. <laughs> so um, let's let's start here. We're, we're a lot of us are, are a lot of us are, are are hunkered down. A lot of us are 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 cooped up. Uh, you are, I am. And, and I guess a lot of businesses are, are changing because of that. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, at the time that we're recording this right now, we're kind of in the height of the, all the unknowns around the coronavirus. And, um, and so everything is, um, is uncertain and it, and it seems to keep changing on a day-to-day basis, hour by hour, really. I mean, right now, you know, um, especially in our country and, and really across the world. So we're seeing this very, very interesting shift in how everything is done. And, and so, um, you know, what I'm noticing is that, uh, that there's a couple different opportunities. One is that we can all um, res- you know, react from a, a space of fear of the uncertainty because unknowns and change and uncertainty create a, a good sense of <laughs> a, a, a good amount of, of, um, of uh, discomfort for most people. Um, but I think the other opportunity is, is uh, looking at how we can, as business owners especially, how we can respond creatively to what's happening and um, and rather than seeing it as like oh wow we like our business could be in danger our our economy could be in some real danger to seeing what the possibilities are instead and that's what I'm most excited about because I am somebody who see who like sees opportunities I, I find them like a heat seeking missile and um, and so I just keep seeing them everywhere I go I see them and and uh, especially for small businesses because that's who I support. I've always seen you seen you uh, Amy as as a bit of an optimist as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is also true. That is also true. But I think that's needed right now, you know, like you said, we're all hunkered down. I'm sitting outside on the back porch um, of my home right now because the children are home from school and they're very <laughs> noisy and you know, which is which is also wonderful. Like it's it's great that we're all getting opportunities to to connect more with our families, but there's a there's a lot there's a lot of uncertainty and, and I think that if we can find those um, moments to be optimistic and hopeful then that is what is is really required I think for all of us right now to to move on and to continue to grow growth is my business right that's what I do is I help companies grow and so in order for us to grow we have to be able to adapt to change and be willing to to do that and um, and that's sometimes hard when we're afraid so what are let, let's let's get into specifics what are some really specific things about change that businesses have to do. I mean, I mean, number one, I'll, I'll let me see if, let me see if I can start and see this a little bit. Um, I'm noticing uh, of course that uh, a lot of business networking events are either being canceled or being held virtually. Mm-hmm. So it's um, uh, I'll tell you what was, what's been interesting this week for me is I'm noticing how, 
um, a lot of people might not be dressing. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. For, like, like right now yeah. I'm not dressed for business, but you and I are, are audio uh, and, and I've been drafting a, uh, an amended complaint in one of my cases with co-counsel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not, I don't need necessarily need to be, to be in a suit to do, to do all of that. But yeah. when you're meeting with people, I mean, I'm noticing how many people this week have been in t-shirts and, and, yes. and baseball caps and, you know, when I normally would see them in a suit. It's funny that you bring that up. So, you know, as, as you and I were mentioning before you started the recording, we're living in a whole new world right now. And I think everything is up for grabs in terms of how things will be different when we get to whatever the new normal is. Like, I think that, you know, that as humans, we're all looking for when the, the switch is going to get flipped back and we're going to be able to say, oh, okay, now it's familiar again. But the thing that I keep talking to my clients about the last two weeks is I'm helping them think through, you know, creatively how they can be responsive right now and actually grow their businesses instead of, um, instead of shrinking and without, you know, being opportunists, uh, you know, as, as many, I think many companies are, are, are doing right now in kind of a manipulative, funky way. Um, but the thing that I keep talking to them about is that, you know, we have an opportunity to, to, um, you know, to, to like just change the game entirely. And so part of that, you know, the, I think the landscape is going to change and, 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 uh, you know, the collective of all of us are, are, are moving and bobbing and weaving and trying to regain our balance and, and like feel through how this is affecting us. And, and it's so unfamiliar that it creates that discomfort and all of that. And, and, you know, eventually we're going to, the, the, we're going to get more familiar with the discomfort and that's going to start to feel more normal again. But in the meantime, everything, is possible like you know all these companies who for years have resisted the idea of remote work and said that they could never operate that way well now they have to and so they're figuring it out and so I think there's so many different examples of that and this you know this creativity that's coming to the forefront and so you know what I think is funny about this conversation right here about people dressing in (laughs) t-shirts is that I was talking to one of my one of my friends and former clients this morning helping her brainstorm some stuff and she's a stylist and one of the things that she's talking a lot about right now is that you know that that like we could be home sitting and, and me, like I've been, you know, I've been working from home for 10 years now. And so I know, and, and I started out, right? Like You, in the you first, and me both working from home for 10 right. years. Right. So yes. like in the first few months for me, I was like, yeah, pajama bottoms, yoga pants. That's what it's all about. <laughs> I can't so psyched. But in reality, you know, our productivity is different when we don't take care of ourselves. And so this is what Susan and I were talking about. Sue Solari is this like wonderful, amazing um, stylist. And she's like, you know, we, if, if we're not at least trying a little bit, then our, our whole state of being changes. And so it's not just even our productivity. Like I think, you know, as, as a, as a, as humans who are going to evolve and grow and thrive and, 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 or survive through this, you know, our, our like emotional well-being is a part of that and feeling good about ourselves is a big part of that too. So, you know, like showing up in a t-shirt for the first, you know, week or two, I get it. But like, I think we all have an opportunity to consider our emotional well-being, how we're taking care of ourselves and showing up as, you know, a person who is like, hey, I'm, I'm here. I do good work. I'm, I'm a professional. I could win business this way or I could lose it this way too. And, um, and so, 
yeah, I think there's so many different things that, that are, um, that are new and different and, and, and it's exciting because of that to me, at least. <laughs> I'm, you know, it's funny. I, I just, uh, posted a video blog about the, the state of the intellectual property system, uh, in the United States. And one of the things that I said is actually for the most part, it's not really changing because the patent and trademark office in the United States has really been a work from home kind of force to begin with due to budgetary cuts and other needs in order to grow the workforce, but keep costs at, at a certain point. So everybody there's already been work for home. I, and what I think is so great about that, by the way, you know, you, as, as you and I were talking about again, before we started the, you started the recording is that right now there are all these people who have, you know, have idle minds, like who are trying to get their minds off of, you know, uh, the state of the world right now and are, and, and are looking at, at like finding ways to be creative. And that to me right now, I think is the, is the key is how can we all innovate? And so, because I think there's going to be so much of that people are at home they're you know, they're not going anywhere. They have nothing but time right now that I think that your industry is in a really great position because people are going to be ideating. They're going to be creating, they're going to be, you know, and they're going to be creating from a space of, of thought leadership and, and intellectual property. And that is, that is a is also very exciting you know creation and create creativity right now i think is one of the best tools that we have at our disposal especially as business owners and and if we can think differently about how else we can serve our populations our audiences our communities our, our clients then we'll be poised to weather this this you know this storm and um and i and again i, I think there's lots of potential to grow for businesses to grow and not shrink if they can if the founders and and principals can look at um at the potential that exists from a authentic service standpoint and not from a how can i maximize this opportunity and and you know be manipulative and and shady and make a million dollars during the coronavirus thing, so you know? so so when you say an authentic service uh, standpoint, what specifically are you, are you thinking about there? So, so I'm really lucky in that all of the clients that I work with are, are amazing humans with, with companies and, and products and services that are, that are helpful mm -hmm. to the world, right? And, and they also happen to be people who actually care about the world. And so, um, you know, I, I have seen, as I'm sure you have and, and probably your listeners have seen in uh, the last several weeks, a lot of, of more opportunistic messaging coming out. You know, people saying, you know, hey, join this program or hey, buy this product or you need this or buy Purell for $600 on Amazon for, you know, eight ounces or something like that. Like there's a lot of that happening. And so when I'm, when I'm thinking about authenticity, you know, I, I've been encouraging my clients to, to feel into, you know, how they can connect more deeply with their audiences right now. You know, how can you show empathy and, and allow them to know that you're a human having a human experience along with them, right? I talk a lot um, with my community and my audience about the idea that we're all humans helping humans, or if we can be that, that's when business gets easier. When we can adopt this 3H you know, philosophy of humans helping humans, then, then it gets easier because then it's not about opportunity. It's not about, or like the, the um, opportunistic opportunity or the manipulative opportunity. It's about genuine opportunity and what is possible. You know, a lot, a lot of my clients are worried about making offers or, you know, having calls to action or pitching anything. And I think that that, you know, that makes sense right now. I think that there's a lot of people, even the ones who are authentic and who do care, it still feels like 
we're right now in this state today, I think we're in this space where there's so much information that we're all overwhelmed. And so we can't, I think consumers can't even necessarily digest to make decisions about like what they might need or how they might buy. And so I think that, you know, proceeding slow, a little bit slowly and cautiously to say, I'm here, I care, I get it, I'm experiencing it too, is, is a good message to send. That creates an, an authentic, intimate connection with your, with your audience. No, and that, and that makes perfect sense to to be self-referential in in this example. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a friend of mine who who does marketing uh, has basically said, "Well, you probably shouldn't be marketing during um, during a crisis." And while I understand that pr- particular perspective, as I had just said a couple minutes ago, uh, the entire intellectual property system is still. Um, is still, you know, active and working. And there are people who's, who are not represented, whose trademarks are still uh, being rejected and who still yeah. have deadlines uh, or whose trademarks are being challenged or whose patents are being challenged. And they still have deadlines because the, that system is still open. So th- yeah. there, there are plenty of things here where, gee, the economy is still open and, and, and there are still deadlines and important deadlines to me. Yep. Well, and I think the other thing, again, because my clients are such, um, you know, kind, empathetic, authentic, and, you know, high integrity people. Um, I think it's really a lot of the other, com- the other kind of side of that conversation that I've been having with them is about, you know, when is it okay? Like, I don't feel like I want to put an offer. I don't want to, you know, invite people to work with me right now, you know, that sort of thing. And, and at the end of the day, you know, I don't think it's about do it or don't do it. I think it's about, it's about feeling into it and, and knowing that your services are, are really necessary right now. People need them, you know, especially if you're, you know, if you're in a, in an industry that, that is poised to help, you know, like if, if there are things that you can do that are going to help the collective, then, then you should be, you should be ready to do that. Don't feel like you can't, um, like you can't, you're, you can't make an offer or you can't, um, you know, ha- have a call to action or something like that because simply because we're all experiencing this, you know, this very, um, uncertain time right now. I, th- I think that, that it's about, uh, it's about leading with that authenticity, that empathy, that understanding and a desire to, to care more about the person that's on the other end of the transaction than it is about the transaction itself. And if you can really be in that place and not let your, you know, our, our, not let our minds get in the way of like overthinking when to make the offer, how to write it, what the copy should be, blah, 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 blah. Like, I think the more that we can just get down to, you know, I actually care about the people who pay attention to what I'm doing and they need me right now. And so how can I, sh- how can I best show up and serve them right now? And if it, and if it means, you know what, I'm going to wait, to suggest that we do business together, then that's great. And if it means that I'm going to tell my list of 10,000 that they can email me if they need me and I'm here to listen, like, and that's it. And that's not something you would ever do before. Then try that. You know, I think it's, I think that again, all bets are off right now. And, and, mm-hmm. and, um, and it's going to, and what I think is also interesting is that perhaps somebody's going to be listening to this episode a year from now. I think that what we're talking about right now is still going to be relevant because everything, nothing is going to be the way that it was before. Everything is going to be different. And, and, um, and so we have opportunities to, to really, I think, become so much more um, conscious of our, of our neighbors, our communities, our, our, you know, our, 
are the people who we're here to serve than ever before. And that that is what my hope at least is that that is what is going to be the lasting impact of the coronavirus will be that we all are going to see how much more important it is to be there for one another in a kind, high integrity, authentic, empathetic way. All right. So, so now you just kicked in my cynical lawyer mode. (laughs) (laughs) Lay it on me, lay it on me, (laughs) whatever you got. (laughs) No, well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not completely sure that, that once this passes, you know, everything is completely changing. I, I'm not sure that I, that I necessarily agree with that because you people still, I think, I still think that there are going to, to be efficiencies to meeting face to face, um, I, I mean, once the internet started kicking in high gear, people thought that, uh, or I should say, I shouldn't say people, I should say a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of futurists and, and, uh, academic people were thinking that the, um, the, that the arc of humanity would be to, to move even further out into the suburbs and the exurbs and get lots of land and cities would die because we can now meet by video. Well, you know, instead what happened was that cities got bigger, bigger and bigger, even mm-hmm. though the technology keeps getting better and better. So I, I'm not sure that I completely, I mean, I see where you're, you're going with it, but I'm not sure that I completely agree with, um, with, so- uh, with, with your arc. Yeah, so so let me qualify my arc then, because what I'm not so what I'm not saying that I think by any means. That, oh, good. We're going to turn future, this into an appeals right? court. Like, no, uh, no, exactly. I'm going to be the judge and grilling. I object. <laughs> I object. No, um, what I'm saying is that um, I, I don't think that that the future, what the future holds for us, is like some dystopian future where we don't we don't connect in person or anything like that. What I, what I'm seeing is possible is new paradigm shifts in the way that we think about how we do business, and that the the companies and that again, you know, to use this example again. And the companies that historically have said no to remote work will now see that it's possible to do that or that they can, you know, that schedules can shift or that, you know, the, the small business, um, you know, pizza shop who in the past thought that the only thing they could do is make pizza and people pick it up or they eat it there now is like, okay, I'm going to create a pizza kit and people can come pick that up and they can make pizza at home. Like, you know, they're, we're being nimble. And, and I think the other thing that is most, um, the other possibility and potentiality for me that's most, uh, that's most, um, uh, that I'm most optimistic about is how it's going to create a more, uh, a deeper desire for humans to be connected to one another in an authentic way. And so right now, the the method of that right now has to be virtual simply because of the state of the world and we're not, you know, entitled to or not encouraged to be in proximity to people other than our families right now. But like, think about that, right? You know, we're forced indoors with our families. We're forced to, you know, to find new ways to, um, to connect with the people who we tend to, you know, move and pa- like kind of the ships passing. I think a lot of us in our families, because we're so busy focusing on work. Like, I think it's creating this, this intense opportunity for everyone from personal to business to from to political, whatever, to reorganize and reprioritize what's important. And so to me that, you know, the, the in-person, you know, op- opportunities of, of, for events and things like that, I see the, the potential for them to become a lot more intimate and connected, not intimate, small, but like connected. And, and the right. things that, that matter more are going to be the relationships and the people and our connection to humanity than ever before. And that is what I think is, is so cool is that if we as a, as a collective can see how important humanity is and and the world is like think about you know they're they're announcing today that the um how uh how this is impacting global warming in a positive way like there's all these cool things that are coming out of this and so um and so that 
those are the potentialities that, again, to, to overuse the word that I'm most excited about is like what it means for us in, in the, the more broad sense of, of you know, connection and, um, and, and humanity being good to one another and that, um, and prioritizing that in, in, a, in, a, in an era when I think we've, we've really dropped that down to a lower rung. I, 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 I hope that your optimism comes through. So we'll, we, will, we will find out. In, in the short term, how are, your cli- how are you finding that your clients are specifically changing to the, the, the week, week and a half that we've had so far? Yeah, so most of my clients, um, actually, I think all of my clients are, are online business owners. So they all have had you know, like none of them are really feeling like, oh, I have to change a whole lot in terms of their operations. Many of them are, are shifting how they're thinking. Like the conversations that I'm having with them is really helping them think through how they're responding to their own clients and, so uh, and the way let me, that they're operating. Let me yeah. stop you for one second. So just because when you say a lot of your clients are online businesses, maybe we can define that a little better. Oh yeah. Right? Great. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. because, because technically, um, you know, I think a lot of us have have an online component and an mm-hmm. offline component. So, yep. so I'm just curious how how you define that. Thank you for for making that distinction. So none of them. Hey, have... I'm I'm here to be a pain <laughs> in the butt lawyer. You know that. That's good. It's great. No, it's helpful. It's helpful. So um, yeah. So so none of my business owners have any sort of an offline presence. Their entire business happens remotely. They work with um, with their clients either because they sell a digital product or they have a service offering that happens in a remote way. Um, but none of them have any sort of a brick and mortar uh, type of, of business. Um, and so, you know, so what we're really focused on, the kind of, you know, conversations that we're having right now are really how can they serve their, their audiences differently. Like I have one client who has, um, who teaches health coaches how to, how to grow their businesses. And she's got this really robust, wonderful program that she um, takes them through. And so right now, you know, her health coaches are, are a little scared and they don't really know what to do and should they be making offers and what's the state of the, uh, you know, the affairs for our, our, um, our world going to, how's that going to change? People still need to, people still need to eat healthy food. Right, exactly. That's, and that's what, and that's what, so she was worried about that. So my client, so it's interesting, right? The ripple that happens. Let's, let's not look at my diet for the last week, but people still need healthy food. <laughs> We're all stressing right now, I promise you. Hey, but, hey, the local, the local, the local Mexican place near me had buy one, get one burritos. I mean. I mean, you got to support local you, business, my friend. How could you not do you buy one, get one burritos? Oh, I know. But, you know, to, like Michelle, so my client, Michelle, she, messages me and she says, I'm a little worried. Like nobody's going to buy my program right now because nobody's buying. I think that's the other, the other, um, uh, bit of misinformation that is kind of, is, is like a concern that isn't necessarily true. And so I said to her, look, you know, here's the thing. Your clients are some of the most important people right now in the world because they are here to help like they are actually their job their role and the reason why they decided to become a health coach is because they wanted to help humanity become more healthy and right now one of the most important things each of us as individuals can do is take care of ourselves first like figure out what we need to do to make sure that we ourselves as individuals are balanced because if we're not balanced then we can't show we're going to be stressed we're going to be in high anxiety we're going to yell at our kids we're going to freak out about the news we're going to like all of these things are going to are going to impact us way 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 more than than they would have and so 
I said that to her, which reminded her to say that to her clients. And now she's helping them pivot, right? So, or to, to think differently about how they, they can be responsive. So, you know, the, so the, 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 my clients are really, again, just thinking more creatively about how, how they can better serve their constituents, their clients and what offers to make. And again, the conversation that I keep having with them is, you know, how can you deepen the relationship, show up as, as, you know, an empathetic, um, uh, participant in all this to say, I understand how you feel. I'm there too. And, and then to create context around what it is that you do so that, and how, you know, how it's, it's positioned to be useful right now. Um, you know, one of the other things that, I, that I've been thinking a lot about are, are businesses that I don't support and how I keep seeing opportunities for them too. Like I, like I keep looking in the mirror at my bangs and I keep thinking, oh my gosh, when am I going to be able to get to get my to. hairdresser, right? Like when am I going to be able to do that? I don't know. My bangs are going to be in my eyes. I'm going to be screwed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, and I don't I, know how Hold to, on. It's just your bangs. I don't think it'll I know. be that bad. <laughs> I, it's very, it's a problem. It's a problem. But, <laughs> a first world problem perhaps, but it is a problem. But, I worry about my bangs all the time i'm sure you do i've seen your bangs they are a problem no but um but you know it's it's like it's one of those things and so and so i've been thinking more about it and as i think about it i don't know how to cut my bangs right i don't know how to cut my bangs and um and i thought gosh do you know if my hairdresser she charges 15 dollars for a bang trim so if i wanted to go in in between visits i could get my bang trim bangs trimmed and she'd actually do it for me for free because i visit her you know every month or whatever it is um but it's a $15 service. So if my hairdresser were to say, I'm going to create a video that will teach you how to cut your bangs at home. It's not something that's going to remove a bunch of revenue for her, right? It's not something right. that if I learned how to do that, she's going to miss out, especially because it's something that she does for me for free anyway, in between sessions. And it's certainly not going to make her irrelevant to me on an ongoing basis because she's not teaching me how to touch up my roots or do my own highlights or any of that stuff, which is where her money really comes from. I'm still going to go every month and pay her 150 bucks to do that. But she's going to, if she charged me $30, to give me a video or a, you know, a lesson or something like that virtually where I could learn how to cut my own bangs at home, then that would be wildly valuable, wildly valuable to me right now. You know, so like restaurants, if they were to let, you know, like I mentioned the pizza shop doing a, a, an at-home kit, or if they created some sort of a virtual class that teaches people how to use the spices that they use in their restaurant or like, you know, did a series or something like that, where they can still generate revenue, right? Like something that feels like they're making a contribution that people need right now that doesn't make them also irrelevant. Um, I think that's the, that's the key takeaway here is how can we all do that? And so I'm actually compiling a list that I'm, I'm trying to put together as I think of, you know, I see other businesses and, and um, that we use that are hands-on, right, in day-to-day -day way, who are shutting their doors and putting signs up that say we're closed. Like, okay, cool. Well, here's some creative ways that you may still be able to serve. Let's keep you in business. Let's keep things happening. You don't have to be afraid. You can still make things happen if we can be creative. And from a space of how how else can I serve? How, what other skill sets can we bring to the table that are useful here now that I may not have tapped into before? I, I think, you know, I think things like that are, are very useful, which is, of course, why I've been doing this podcast for a couple of years, which is why I've had the video blog as well for, for every year. Like sometimes I, I do something and somebody tells me, you know, I thought about doing it myself, but then I hear there's there's this particular exception, there's that particular exception. In other words, having having the audio or the video means that I, I know that I can't actually do it myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, that there's 
there's a reasonable a reasonable amount of fear around that, and that is where I think it it it's it's so useful to to again be creative from a sense of service and also factoring in how do you then not make yourself irrelevant, and so like that's the like the kind of logical brain side of it. I think the other side of it is yes and if we're not like if we're not afraid of that outcome then the outcome doesn't have to be the outcome i think that that the more that we know like because because the reality is even if my hairdresser taught me how to highlight my hair and you know and i paid her you know whatever a hundred dollars for a class on that i still am gonna i'm never gonna be able to do it as well as she is <laughs> i'm gonna be a generalist right we're all like it so so that i think is so like a restaurant teaching a cooking class great I'm still going to be so, so psyched on a Friday night to go out to dinner with my man and, you know, sit and be served. Like that is still a thing. And so, you know, and I think that, that what this, you know, this kind of new normal that we're moving towards, whatever that becomes, I think is going to continue to offer us opportunities to think creatively and to respond, think creatively and respond, think creatively and respond. So, Yeah. Yeah, I, th I, 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 I hear you very well on that. Um, since we are hitting the, uh, the end point, um, for a lot of people who are feeling maybe still a little freaked out, maybe still not quite uh, adapting to change or you know, maybe missing the, the teamwork of work, or whatever the case might be, what are, what are, what's a thought or two you can leave them with? Um. Well, I, I mean, I think that, that, that the more that we can all um, adopt a, a viewpoint of, um, of this is like, what are the opportunities here? Like, what are the opportunities here that we can find through this whole, you know, situation? Um, and in general, right? So again, if you're listening to this a year from now, two years from now, 10 years from now, because everybody, you know, is following Anthony and, and loves his staff, then, then <laughs> truly, right? Truly. Then, then, you know, I, I think it, that, that to me, that's my philosophy in life is that anything and everything is possible. And so if that's true, you know, what are all the opportunities that exist in times of uncertainty or not? Because, because in reality, we're always in a state of unknown. It's just more, more more in our face right now than it ever was before but it's everything is always unknown nothing is certain and so the more that we can get comfortable with that and 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 not be afraid of it the easier it is to be adaptable and to think and to have bandwidth to think creatively and be responsive than otherwise so you know look for the opportunities look for the moments that are um that feel good and right and happy right now, you know, like watch your kid, uh, sitting, you know, sitting at the kitchen table, uh, watching Mo Williams teach her how to, how to sketch the, the pigeon who drives the bus, right? That I, I was in tears watching my, my four-year-old do that the other day, not because I thought it was sad, but because I was so, I was so touched that, that, you know, that, that this, this guy like has, doesn't have any obligation to do anything like that. He just wanted to help. He's a, you know, he's an author who wanted to help. And, um, and so look for those opportunities to, to feel good about what's happening right now and then find, and then think creatively and, and be adaptable so that you can find ways to, um, to navigate and, and know that it's possible, know that it's possible. Nothing is, is written in stone. Nothing is certain. You know, it's funny when you, you talk about how um, 
nothing is certain. We're all kind of winging it anyway. Uh, yeah. A friend of mine from college and I always seem to have, seem to return to that particular um, conversation that, that no matter how much of an expert we are, uh, the best that we can do is kind of take our past lessons and our past skills and apply it to what's coming in front of us. But even still, um, we're all kind of guessing because mm -hmm. what's in mm -hmm. front of us is still a bunch of unknowns. Always, always is. And, so, and, the, more, and the more of us that, that, uh, that can see that, the more potential there is for, um, you know, for us to, I think, thrive as a, as a collective as well. So I'm, I'm thrilled that you, guys, that you guys sense that because then you don't have to be afraid. If you just know, like, all right, well, it's always unknown. Okay, cool. Well, I, I, you know, as somebody who litigates, um, I think that's, um, that has to be a part of your mindset. Yeah. Like, I, can, I, can make, I can make an argument to two different judges, both of whom who sit on the federal bench, so both of whom who've had years of experience, both of whom um, have, have practiced probably in big law firms, and, and they could both look at me and give me something radically different. Mm -hmm. um, I once had a copyright infringement lawsuit where the defendant basically did a cut and paste to the point that even the typos in the defendant's product were exactly the same wow. typos as in the, my client, the plaintiff's product. And the judge was like kind of looking at me like, well, there's some issue as to even like where the source of the information comes from. And I'm like, your honor, the typos are the same. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. But it was an yeah. unknown. Like you, you couldn't anticipate what the judge was going to do. Like right. it seems so certain, but it's, but it just isn't. And I think yes, exactly. so, so, yeah. so on, on that note, Amy, I thank you for your positive, your, your, your positivity in <laughs> thought. <laughs> and um, if you want to find Amy, you can go to Amy Burks, B I R K S.com. How did I do? You did great, my friend. Uh, thank you, my friend. <laughs> Alrighty, I will speak to you soon. And of course, if you're listening out there, don't forget to rate us if you're listening on your iOS device.